Welcome to The Sweet Spot with author Marcia Scott. Every girl likes new and shiny things. In today's podcast, we'll explore three things. First, we'll explore how to forget. Remember not the former things. Second, we will learn how to embrace the new. New wine goes into new wineskins. Lastly, we'll take a look at three R's, revamp, recycle, and reclaim. I'll start by reading a few foundational scriptures in a few translations. Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Old concepts, antiquated ways of thinking, a stronghold in your mind may lead you to think it can only go this way or that way because that is all you've been exposed to. Selah. Pause and meditate on that. Exposure is a new wineskin. You can't perceive what you've never seen. God is about to update your imagination through exposure. Get ready for the new doors, new opportunities, and new connections. You'll sit at tables you never expected. Drink from fountains and binge on delicacies unexplored. God's new thing is different from your new thing. You're looking for a new and improved version of what you already have. Your new may equate to, Lord, make me over. Lord, make it over. God is about to launch you into stratospheres and a world unimaginable. He told me to remind you that he is a creative God. He's cut a pattern for something new. You don't have to worry about seeing your custom-made miracle on anyone else but you. My husband once taught that your trials are tailor-made for you. In other words, God knows what you need to go through that will develop, make, and mature you. God also knows how to reward, bless, and elevate you. It's all specific to you. It may be hard for you to imagine that the God of the universe is that in tune with you. It's true. He said the very hairs on your head are numbered. Before he formed you in your mother's belly, he knew you. I am prompted to advise you to get ready for the new. The scripture admonishes us to forget about what happened and not to keep going over the old history. But how do we forget? I'm glad you ask. You choose to do it. I wish I could tell you that the painful memories of betrayal, disappointment, or abuse will simply vanish away after you pray a few prayers. It's not going to happen. I have two E's that I share with my mentees, energy and effort. It is going to take mental energy and effort to forget. 
You have to actively oppose stinking thinking. It will come back up. It will come back. It will come up. However, the more you condition your mind to reject rehearsing painful memories, the less they will plague you. I am not talking about suppressing things and pretending they never happen. I am encouraging you to acknowledge the past, but refuse to let it keep you stuck and unprogressive. Also remember every thought is not a God thought. The adversary will try to bombard your memory bank with old hurts, offenses, or traumatic memories. However, you get to choose what you think about because what you dwell on determines your direction. That bears repeating. You get to choose what you think about because what you dwell on determines your direction. For example, I was molested when I was a young girl. I was molested by more than one abuser. I can clearly see the events play out in my mind as I prepare this podcast. I have put a lot of energy and effort into obtaining emotional healing and wholeness. I recommend that you seek the help, guidance, and counsel you need to overcome any type of injury that you've experienced too. I choose not to go over and over and over the abuse like a bad rerun on TV. I choose to reference it. It happened. I won't deny it. I use the memories as fuel to propel me to help other victims. I won't allow the enemy to use painful memories to tie me to my past and leave me incapacitated. Maybe you were the victim of adultery, racism, or church hurt. Do you have a TV marathon going on in your head showing the painful past seasons of your life? It won't serve you. It won't help or build you. You need a new mental picture. God wants you alert and present. He's about to do something new. You must have a new mind in order to view your new. That bears repeating too. You must have a new mind in order to view your new. He wants to give you a new mental picture. He's launching something new. Can you not perceive it? You don't want to miss the new watching old horror movies in your head. I don't share this information lightly. Many hearing this podcast will need to seek therapy, spiritual guidance, or other methods in order to complete the process of wholeness and ultimately be able to forget. But for many, it is as simple as choosing to shift your focus to the word of God and his promises concerning the new life he has in store for you. I'd like to talk about how to embrace the new. Mark 2 Verses 21 through 22. No man also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else the new piece that filled it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made worse. And no man putteth new wine into bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred. But new wine must be put into new bottles. As I sit here preparing this podcast, I hear the word capacity. What type of vessel are you? God is not without the power to provide and pour. That's three P's for you. God has the power to provide and pour new into you. The question is, do you have the capacity to receive and hold the new he has for you in this season? Remember, there is no shortage or limitation with God. He's acquainted with you. 
He knows just what to provide to equip, edify, and fulfill you. The question is, can you handle it? All God's girls like new shiny things. Look, it doesn't even have to be shiny. There's just something about receiving something new. That new car smell, moving into a new house, a relationship in its infancy stage is the absolute best. We testify, dance, and shout after we receive that offer letter for the new position. I personally love new stuff. This is the reason many listening can't stay off Amazon Prime. We don't care if it's a book or a bow. We are excited to open the package because number one, it's addressed to us, and number two, it's new. This is the same excitement we have concerning the things Heavenly Father has promised and prepared for us. We'll need to balance the excitement with preparation so we don't have a negative experience with our new, like the example shown in Mark chapter two. So how does one prepare for the new? I believe it's unique to you. What is God speaking in your life this season? What is he promising to expand or explode? Where do you instinctively feel there will be increase? What have you been wearing God out about? If he granted it to you right now, would there be a new you able to handle it? God promises to perfect that which concerns you. He'll first mature and prepare you for what he's trying to get to you. Listen to the leading and promptings of the Holy Spirit. I recently had a dream that we were experiencing church growth. So I've spent time during this pandemic tightening up areas of the ministry that are assigned to me in order to prepare for new growth. What do you see? What new thing are you perceiving down in your shanana? It takes faith to prepare for something that is not physically there in front of you. It takes faith to prepare to be wifey when you haven't even gone out on a date. We walk by faith and not by sight. I need you to lean in a little. What you are currently going through is preparing you for your new. If you have a new test, it comes to give you new faith. If you have a new tension, it comes to teach you new patience. If you have new pressure, it comes to bring about new, mature, ripe fruit of the spirit in your life, all of which you'll need in order to have the capacity to receive your new. I know, I know. Can we just get to the new shiny man, car, house, ministry platform, or money already? No. Now let me explain why. Preservation is why. We use the noun preservation to refer to the protection of something, especially from loss, injury, or danger. How many of you can remember a time where you were excited about a new shiny thing only to have it break or chip shortly after you received it? It takes away from your experience enjoying the new thing that God has given you. God wants to do the work of preservation in your life which means you may have to undergo a little more processing and preparation to ensure you don't experience loss. You must trust the timing of God. He will give you the new thing at his appointed time. You'll see his hand continuing to walk with you as he personally preserves your new thing. The process provides you with a manufacturer's warranty. If you do run into a problem with the new, 
the gift giver is on board to protect and preserve the new thing he's given to you. The new thing could be natural or spiritual. It is a God-given thing that he'll work to protect. You don't have to bring old fears and anxiety into your new. God's process of preservation will be at work. Also, preservation is the process of preventing the decay and spoilage of a thing. Let's take a look at the three R's that I referenced earlier. You may have a few things in your life that you feel are already spoiled, ruined, and rotten. You may feel like, woman of God, my marriage is rotten. Bad kids, rotten. My career or lack thereof, rotten too. You know, I like to keep it 100. There are people listening to this podcast that want to throw the whole man, kid, job, ministry, and bank account away. God told me to encourage you. God wants to revamp and recycle your old thing so you can reclaim a new product. Is he God enough to make something new out of your current situation? To revamp means to give new and improved form, structure, or appearance to, or an act of improving the form, structure, or appearance of something. To recycle means to convert waste into reusable material or return material to a previous stage in a cyclic process. It also means to use again. Now let's get to the sweet spot. This is the spot in the podcast where I speak to you out of my spirit. When I was preparing this podcast, I saw a vision of an old wooden desk that had been refurbished. It was beautiful. God began to reveal how he can take the things that we feel are no longer of use and that we don't feel are worth putting any effort into and make those things new, shiny, and exciting again. He also has the ability to place totally brand new things in front of us that we've never heard or imagined. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Every woman likes new and shiny things. God wants to give you those things, but you have to expand your mental, spiritual, and physical to receive the new. God wants you to receive and enjoy all of the new things that he has for you. Although, as any good father would, he's working with you this season to ensure that you can hold on to it. Also, that you allow him to work with you in the process of preservation. I notice that a lot of people acquire a lot of things. I also make note that those same people don't always hold on to them. We live in a prophetic time, and I am all for the prophetic. I do have some concerns surrounding it, though. I mean, the devil can promise you stuff. He can secure and present it, too. Many have been duped into what I call a you-get-a theology. What do you mean by you-get-a? Every prophet is well-versed in, you get a house, you get a car, you get a boo. Don't you know that the devil can provide you a boo, too? The boo he provides for you may be tasked with destroying the next six years of your life. I could go on with the you get a word, but I won't. This type of mentality means you live for the next promise versus the process of preparation for preservation. I am encouraging you to forget, remember not the former things, and to embrace new ways of thinking that will allow God the space he needs to revamp and recycle so you're all set to claim or reclaim your new. 
Thank you for listening to The Sweet Spot with author Marsha Scott. I don't charge a fee to access any of the podcasts that I present. But if you are being blessed and would like to see, my cash app is dollar sign Lady Marsha. Also, for book information, you can write to authormarshascott at yahoo.com or visit amazon.com. The title of my book is The Secret is in the Sauce. Blessings.